0: Hello, welcome to the Future Proof podcast from the north of England with Sarah Hall and Stephen Waddington. We'll be talking about what's hot and what's not on the internet in marketing, the media and public relations. Special edition of the Future Proof podcast focused on the PR festival Laura Sutherland's event up in Scotland. You've got the dates for it.
1: It's 15th and 16th of June. And um, you can't, there's no excuse for not going because A, we're both speaking, but there's half day, full day and two day tickets available. So it's very easy to fit around the schedule. I, I'd
0: suggest you go for the Thursday myself because that's the day I'm
1: speaking. Well, well, we're both speaking then. But I've also got, uh, I'm chairing a panel on diversity on the Friday morning. So there's a double incentive okay. there. PRfest.co.uk if you're wondering what's going on. That was
0: started last year by Laura, Laura Sutherland a uh, woman up in Scotland who's the MD of a PR agency in Glasgow called Aurora PR. Uh, brilliant event, brought together practitioners from right across the, the, the discipline from um, across the UK and Europe um, to, to talk about various aspects of the development of, of public relations. And in fact, that's where we'll kick off. You did a session last year on your future proof community and the work of, of that community you you kind of you've updated the story for 2017 right
1: yeah so i'm continuing the same narrative but hopefully taking it forward a bit further in terms of last year was very much about the value of public relations to organizations and uh, i kind of did this big pitch to uh, practitioners and said you know if we treat uh, public relations as a management discipline we treat our cpd differently so it was very much um, to try and shift people along from being uh, tactically proficient to taking a more strategic approach, which means that we um, basically change how we, you know, do our training and quals. So we look at management skills, we look at financial competencies as well.
0: So do you, do you take as a win the the report within the CIPR State of the Profession uh, survey that ranked uh, public relations as as a strategic discipline? I think it was third amongst this the the different skills.
1: I think that was a huge um, move forward. My concern around that was that's really good. But actually, if you looked at what practitioners were listing as their top skills, um, it was writing and um, things similar to that. So while that's good and writing is an absolute core skill for what we do, um, we really do need to look at. You know how we consult. Do do we understand P&L? What are business objectives? We need to treat ourselves like management consultants okay. as much as PR in, ones.
0: You brought in some fresh voices to, to the discussion for 2017.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm going to keep my powder dry, ready for PR Fest itself. Panel, well, you know, got to be done. Um, we want bums on seats, you know. Um, But uh, I've got a number of uh, top CEOs and brand names who have um, given their views on what they look for from PR practitioners um, and their teams. And I think it's going to be really interesting because it really corroborates what I've been saying about um, the fact that we need to step up and start to really advise. Because, you know, a lot of people are saying in these positions, we're uncertain about these coming months. We need all the help we can get. And actually, PR would be, you know, seems to be really well placed to help us do that.
0: So, I'm going to follow a session by Andy Barr. He's the founder and MD of Ten Yetis, a public relations agency in the south of England. He's leading a session on influencer relations, um, firmly pitching that as a development of media relations. He's going to share with us some examples of of cases and work from from his agency, but also practical guidance on how you identify influencers, how you weed out the Z-listers. Um, how you match uh, influencers to a, a particular public, so that's going to be a, an interesting session. And then I follow that with a session where we're going to look at. Well, I'm hoping we'll be able to develop live some workflow around influencer relations.
1: And if it goes wrong.
0: If it goes wrong, I've got a deck.
1: <laughs> oh, back to the PowerPoint.
0: Back to the PowerPoint. And a little
1: bit of singing and dancing.
0: I've got I've got a deck um, which I'll present. From um, the, this is the workflow we use at Catchem to plan earned and paid uh, influencer so if, campaigns.
1: If you bring out the top hat and cane, we all know we're in trouble.
0: Yeah, you will. To be fair, I think um, it's such a fundamental part of how public relations is is developing, particularly the media relations aspect of public relations, as anyone now can form uh, become an influencer on any type of social network as well we know sarah
1: well yeah well i'm interested in this though because i think most people have got their head around influencer marketing and looking at who's influential in a particular sphere um my uh, i'm really interested in taking it to a granular level because actually all of us as people are more influenced or mostly influenced by the people around us so that's family and friends and our peers Mm. so um taking the dialogue onto that level was a is an area that i'd really like to see oh,
0: so you recently did a, a great campaign low locally in the north of england where you launched a restaurant and did that through micro influence
1: as well. absolutely so we we knew we'd, we'd pushed out to um some real people like people that we know in terms of who are very very much um integral to the northeast or newcastle community um and asked them to identify people that they thought should attend and actually it really really worked on a you know very No, what's the word I'm looking for? Grassroots level.
0: So uh, I could also nick that and present that if if all goes wrong. Um, There's a panel on diversity that you're speaking on on the the second day. Tell us about that. That's with Taylor Bennett, Women in PR.
1: Yeah, we've got a really absolutely cracking lineup for this. We've got Anne Groves from Taylor Bennett Foundation, um, Mary Weman, who's the president of Women in PR, um, Ronka Lowell, who's um, the founder of Ariatu PR. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And um, we've got Ethan Spivey, who's the chair of the PRCA's LGBT group. Um, such an important area for debate, something we haven't as an industry quite uh, knuckled yet. And um, one of the things I really want to talk about is um, sometimes, you know, you get a lot of well-meaning people putting themselves forward for these for these um, debates. It can be quite difficult to get uh, different voices forward. So we want to talk about why is that such a problem? Why do we often end up with uh, white faces leading this debate when actually it should be much more inclusive.
0: Um, what's the output of that session going to be? Is there a particular goal you're looking to, something you're looking to achieve?
1: Well, it'd be great to have a kind of quite a, a strong debate on this and find some practical steps in terms of how we address it because uh, I think there's quite a lot of talk and we need some more action. And the plan is from a CIPR with my CIPR hat on, um, we hope to work with the PRC and um, perhaps PR company too um, to discuss this in more depth and see what we, we can be doing collaboratively because I think that's where the step change will, so will come. So we
0: should say, Sarah, president of the CIPR next year, 20, uh, 2018. Sorry, yeah. okay. Um, other sessions that you're looking forward to? I, there's a, uh, a, a group of people, uh, John Brown from, from Hotwire um, and uh, Andrew Smith from from Esherman and Jim Hawker from 3Pipe, all addressing different areas of innovation. So John's talking about integrated campaigns and this is over the, the two days. Um, Jim's talking about Uh, PR and and SEO Jim's
1: Jim do not miss that session Jim's great Um, so so
0: Jim yeah yeah. his agency was one of the first to to jump into paid Uh, and Andrew Smith um, trainer for the CIPR and the PRCA very much focused on data and the uh, future in terms of the use of analytics to to inform strategy and you know push public relations into sort of a performance category so you we're managing campaigns in a real-time basis so view into the future there from from those three all three of them have written extensively in their areas and they're recognized for, for what they're doing and yeah. they're
1: also just really great crack and good speakers so they're going to be worth it uh, in their own right, my two that I'd really like to see is obviously one. Uh, everybody knows this is an area of interest for me, and that's the mental health session by Paul Sutton, Paul, who has um, been very um, both brave and also um, generous uh, in sharing his own personal experiences in terms of his depression. Um, you know, wrote for both um, uh, the PRCA uh, report we did for Future Proof on mental health. He's going to do um, a, a nice piece on um how he's tackled his own well-being but actually uh what you should do if you've got employees uh what you should be doing too and then the other one that I'm quite interested in is um because I haven't met Amanda yet Amanda Coleman from Greater P- Manchester Police and she's going to talk about managing a modern day crisis and um I think that will be really fascinating so, so
0: Amanda yeah works for the police um you know, uh, right on the raw end of what is not not crisis communications, but often emergency communications. Um, we've had a you know a huge emergency played out in front of our very eyes um, in the UK in the last month with the Westminster attacks. Um, I, I, I did a bit of post-rationalising and. and analysis on that um, and just seeing how effective the, the Met Police in this case were in uh, managing communications through their own channels, through their social channels, but then also working with the other blue light services. So noticeably the ambulance service uh, and then the mayor's office and Downing Street, just the level of coordination and the sophistication and the use of, of modern techniques was was incredible. Um, I did a, a case study on that for Newcastle University students, which I pushed uh, out onto my blog that, that I'll share. Uh, but I'm hoping Amanda's got similar stories to tell.
1: Absolutely. And I should say that Ed Stern, who's head of comms at the Met Police, is one of the people uh, I'll be quoting in my presentation and uh, I'm really value his contribution. So thanks for that, Ed.
0: So, so I met Ed, uh, sorry, just name drop here. I met Ed at a PRCA dinner last week, Um Digital Awards dinner, um, where his team picked up in-house comms award for um, best use of digital, and you know, rightly so. Um, the the, the um, you know, I'm sure the West while well, the Westminster attack will have had absolutely no bearing on the success because it was way after the judging took place. But you know, it just it, it's wonderful to see uh, work like that celebrated. I mean, so often you go to conferences like this, and and you know, it's the same old voices uh as you suggest or you know it's people post-rationalizing uh, but to see someone like Amanda from uh, in a frontline role talking about the work that she does is is just fantastic
1: right I need to do a correction because I said that the diversity and inclusion panel that I'm chairing is on the Friday it's not it's on the Thursday right so, so Thursday is <laughs> definitely the day to go <laughs> I think there's a nice session as well. If you're interested in broadcasting and achieving more broadcast coverage for clients or your employers, uh, Paul Hughes, who's STV's channel editor, he's going to be there. And he's talking about starting the station, but also, you know, how to pitch and what the opportunities are. So I think that's going to be really interesting, particularly if um, STV is one of your target media.
0: Yeah. And then finally, uh, an old mate of mine, Craig McGill, who's uh, in comms at PwC up in Scotland. He's doing a session on on um, cyber breaches, uh, you know, you know it's a red hot topic uh, for, for so many of us in public relations, related to our own work and protecting um, social media accounts. Uh, always use two factor authentication. Um, yes, oh,
1: Stephen. <laughs> oh, oh, I would
0: <laughs> die uh, with that on my grave. Um, and uh, how you manage a crisis related to to a cybersecurity breach and um, you know it's quite a complex legislative environment now with various uh, um you know directions from from the european union and such like that's it it's a packed agenda she, and, and laura's done an amazing job again in pulling together a, an incredible program of and people that you let's know, not forget
1: the night before there's the launch of women in pr in scotland which is also to be celebrated it's great to see that pushing out further afield
0: yeah you weren't prepared for this podcast in any way whatsoever, were you?
1: Do you have to tell everybody the, <laughs> the absolute truth? So, I was, I was absolutely ready for this.
0: So we, usually, I'm born ready. So we usually end our podcasts with a, a, a tip or something to look forward to, and I asked you what yours was going to be this week, and you just spoke absolute nonsense. About.
1: No, I said have cold managed- water is good for getting blood out of fabric, but I've got a better one now. Have you always use? two-factor authentication (laughs) 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 nothing else that's me done is that done okay could
0: i encourage you to prepare for these in future in future please thank you uh that's your homework for next (laughs) time Uh, i'm gonna give a, a hat tip to 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 pr company uh pr company in london um, led by Francis Ingham, He's a busy bloke. He's across the PRCA, ECO and the PR company. He's a machine. He's a machine. Um, PR company is um, recruiting uh, in a bid to um, achieve full livery status in the City of London. Its purpose is to um, you know, position public relations alongside other professions as well as uh, some important uh, charitable work it, it's doing related to a lot of the issues we've, we've discussed around diversity my and application
1: like. is almost ready is it no it's in my inbox but i'll write it well
0: i'll sign you <laughs> off but uh, i'll encourage that I'll, I'll include that in the in the uh show notes i really would encourage you to to take a look at that if you're a senior practitioner and uh, do any work in and around corporate or public affairs around the city um, have a look at that they've got a
1: sheep a, run look it up it's, it's got to be really, done
0: it's a really important it's got very very important historical roots
1: sorry yes absolutely
0: okay that's us done are you done? yes thank I'm you I'm done with you <laughs> <laughs> that's us until next time I'm going to leave you with Alfie Joey thank you thank you for listening to the Future Proof podcast with Sarah Hall and Stephen Waddington you can follow Sarah on Twitter at Hallmeister that's H-A-L-L-M-E-I-S-T-E-R and Stephen at WADS, W-A-D-D-S. For more information about Future Proof, visit
1: futureproofingcoms.co.uk. Until next time, see you on the internet.